Hello everyone, Spicy Mangoes here. Uh, I'm Rahul and Kamran is with me. Uh, today we have a special guest, Sandra, who will introduce herself uh, later. This is an episode which is an ultimate episode for our season of Connecting Stories. And uh, it's about everything in general. But when I say everything in general, we want to connect everything that we have talked about before. We have talked about religion, love, uh, working, studying, something practical, something philosophical. But we want to talk about the mixture of everything, which is this life. So that's why this, this episode is uh, called, What is this life? So here we will talk about uh, several things, not limited to getting existential, but also maybe more practical sense, how we can live our life in general from three different perspectives. And this is also a very special episode because right now all of all three people who are recording this episode are located in three different countries. So I'm in India, Kamran is in Belgium and Sandra is in Estonia. So that should be fun. And I would like to welcome Sandra who is joining us for the first time. Uh, maybe she can uh, introduce herself in a few words. Well, hello. Thank you so much for, for inviting me. Uh, it's an honor to be here for sure. Um, yeah, it's always hard to make this introduction, but, uh, but yeah, I met, um, met Raul uh, here in, in Tartu since we're actually studying the same thing, only I'm a bit later. So I'm, I'm currently a student in uh, University of Tartu studying innovation and technology management as uh, both Raul and Cameron did. And yeah, uh, besides that, I am, um, uh, I'm an entrepreneurship trainer for, um, uh, for uh, youth and, and uh, young adults and also a bit uh, like taking my own first steps as an entrepreneur and uh, doing some innovation workshops. Uh, and she's Estonian. Yes, I am Estonian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, That's a small fact. <laughs> Although I'm yes, probably uh, one of the least Estonian Estonians that you. <laughs> uh, well, also on that note, I would like to thank all our listeners who have been supporting us throughout this successful project. So when we count the previous eight episodes, more than 600 unique plays were there and they were from 40 different countries all across five continents. So we have done that. So congratulations to us. Yes, and, and thank you those who used VPNs as well to listen. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> so, uh, starting to get a bit existential, uh, I would like to ask this uh, small question, which is the episode question, first to Kamran and Sandra and then me. Just uh, what comes in your mind when I ask you this? What is this life? Kamran. Um Thank you, Rahul. Uh, I am uh, excited also because this is the last episode uh, of the season. Um, and I think uh, it's going to be an interesting one, interesting discussion. Um, uh, this question is a, yeah, is a very existential question for sure. But I think uh, if I would uh, try to sound like a smart ass, um, I would say that, yeah, it's just a, um, life is a, a, that moment, a small uh, a blimp leap uh, between uh, birth and death um, and uh, yeah it, it, it just happens uh, for us it's a long period but in reality it's a very small uh, period if you take the scale of the uh, the existence of the universe in a way um, and so yeah so that's what, what is this think. life 
it's it's a it's a glimpse it's a between it's a blip between uh, birth and death. Okay, that's great. What about you, Sandra? Uh, what is this life? Yeah, I love this thought about it being a blimp, and also the fact of how you know we are uh, experiencing time in a, in a different way. Um, but yeah, I think for me, this life is just a bunch of beings searching for a meaning for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great perspective as well. Yeah, it's... Uh, and yeah, yeah. No, it's just like. I mean, I, I guess you could go very, very long and, and uh, extensive here. We will. We will, yeah. <laughs> I think in, in a very short way find... it could be this, yeah. And most of these beings yeah. don't, don't find uh, the answer to that meaning <laughs> throughout their life, I guess. Oh. Yeah, we will get there. We will get there. So from, from my perspective, if I ask myself, what is this life? It's somehow similar to what Kamran said. Uh, it's because I have also written it in the description that uh, everyone who is born, uh, nobody has asked that to be born and nobody even asks us, like, when do you want to die? So things just kind of happen. And in between, we are just living this stretch of awkward time between birth and death. Uh, so for me, life is something that is just going on and given. And uh, it's an adventure. It's an ongoing adventure until it's not. So that would be my kind of an answer. I would also add that it's a journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a journey an with an end. Yes. Yeah, but does journey always need to have an end? I think it can, but I, what is important is that in the end, it's not about the end. It's about everything that's in between, and it's about like actually experiencing the moment and being in the present. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I don't know if you, if you have watched this series, Bojack Horseman. Uh, there's a very uh, nice quote that I can quote right now. Uh, it is like, we are not doomed in the grand scheme of things. We are just tiny specks that one day will be forgotten. So it doesn't matter what we did in the past or how we will be remembered. So, yeah, ultimately. Maybe. But it's amazing yeah. how people uh, put a lot of meaning to, to like, everything we do or just sort of living the life in general so so that brings me to my next question uh which is uh the meaning of life is there any Kamran? yes of course so the meaning of life is actually afterlife so we have to do everything <laughs> in this life to actually get everything we need in the afterlife uh like for example uh, we all want virgins right um so you need to live your no, life I, i'm okay i think <laughs> i like more experienced ones <laughs> <laughs> it can get awkward yeah but you you yeah but you know it's um no of course it was a joke i think yeah this uh we 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 add we add we give the meaning to life in in reality it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have anything it exists uh outside of our comprehension anyways and so whatever we think of meaning of life uh, is whatever we give it to it or whatever uh a powerful group of people that uh uh, accidentally was in the right spot and in the right time made that meaning and then convinced everybody else that that meaning makes sense. Uh, so it's either one of those two, uh, really. So you either follow somebody's so, meaning or you give it to yourself and live your life the way you think. So, but it, so overall, you want to say there is actually no meaning, but you receive a meaning either by discovering yourself or if somebody gives it to you. Yeah, either by yourself, uh, making up your own sort of 
either rules, which also may be inspired by what predecessors or other people have put, or you follow a certain group uh, because you sympathize with the way that group believes about uh, what the meaning of life is. So frankly, there is no inherent meaning, if I understand uh, correctly. No, there, there, okay. there, can't, there can't be, because okay. the, the concept exists outside of our sort of comprehension in a way. Yeah. I think if I like if I understand what what you're trying to say is that it's kind of out of our comprehension and that's why it's like none of us can say what is the one meaning of life because none of us can really be sure each of us have our own beliefs which are actually kind of driving and and uh, creating this meaning for us so I think that's that's influencing it it for sure and in my opinion that's why you cannot say that there is one certain meaning but i do okay. think that everybody is kind of like searching for some kind of meaning and for me an interesting like i really never thought about that uh, in in depth before last year i i uh, attended a, a coaching certification course and in mm -hmm. coaching there is this uh, this uh, tool that is called the uh, wheel of life and there there were like there are different basically you're rating your satisfaction with your life in different areas and some areas are very like quite straightforward like health or money or uh, career and so on uh, but then there is this uh, this quarter which has uh, areas like uh, uh, life purpose and meaning of life and of course people right away got the question like what what's the difference between those uh, those two parts of the of the pie mm -hmm. and the main idea is that you know meaning of life is something that's that's general it's like why are we all here and life purpose is why am i here like what's my purpose of of being here and and it's very like life purpose is maybe a bit easier to to comprehend but but the meaning of life it's it's so wide and and like kind of overwhelming over everything uh, but yeah, for some people, if they are religious, it can be connected to that. It can be connected to the God that, that created everything. But it can be also connected to, to you, yourself, your higher self, depending on, on what you believe in. Um, but, but yeah, I think for me, I discovered that, <laughs> that yeah, it's for me, meaning of life is actually everybody searching for their life purpose and finding it and, and uh, making it come true in one way or another. Yeah, but do you think that um, like the question of the purpose is irrelevant as long as you don't have a clear or not a clear or some sort of an understanding of meaning? Because, um, I, like, if because uh, when you say okay, the, uh, the meaning of life is uh, where you say why are we all here, right? And mm -hmm. if you don't know the answer to that in any form, shape, or form, what's my purpose? Is still superficial. It's still something then then that will be Im either imposed to you by uh, by a group of people uh, who have to have some sort of a, a substitute for the meaning of life. And I think that the fact that we are organized in uh, like uh, you know groups, uh, countries, regions, whatever, um, that's kind of that superficiality in a way. That's at least a bare minimum of giving us some sort of purpose. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know if, if that makes sense. 
Yes, I, I can see that point of view because in the end, like this comes a bit to the question of determinism versus free will as well, because how much of us, like how much of what we are doing or what we believe in is kind of like preconditioned or determined from outside and how much are we deciding yeah. ourselves? So, so yeah, that's, that's another question to, to debate. But, um, but yeah, I, I do think that it's a bit, yeah, it, it kind of can feel like you're running towards, uh, like you're setting goals towards a vision which you're not sure of, the vision in this case, like being the meaning of life. But at yeah. least, you know, like I think it's better to at least, you know, set some kind of goals or some kind of direction according to what you currently know or believe in than not to have any, because then at least you're, you're going somewhere. And once again, this is... Uh, a question of how someone sees it, but uh, but I guess we are always looking for that little bit of certainty in the in the uncertainty. Yeah, I think, I think debate that me and Rahul always have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, to, to conclude what to conclude what Sandra said, for her the meaning of life is that everyone's searching for their own meaning of life, or everyone's searching for their own meaning, and which is because it's a journey. So as I understand her point of view. And but so you also said that you need a direction. You need some sort of uh, a direction. And that's where we, we'll we, get there. we will get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> From my point of view, uh, what's the meaning of life? Uh, I think the meaning of life is simple. It's to live until you die. So inherently, I don't think there is one. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that there shouldn't be one because you can create several meanings by yourself. For you, for yourself, for a family, for a group of people, it really depends who you want to influence at the end. So that's my short answer. But talking about uh, this meaning of life and existentialism, I had this question popped up to me. Does thinking about meaning of life and just existentialism in general, is it a privilege? Because I think all of us right now, we, we live in like quite good environment. We have efficient money. We have food on the table and everything. So we have nothing to worry about, let's say. Like we have things yeah. to worry about, but we don't have, uh, like we're not, you understand. So yeah. is it a privilege? That's why we are thinking about what's the meaning. I mean, if we, if we wouldn't have anything, then we would always work for it. If I didn't have food to eat, then I would need food. It doesn't matter what the meaning is. Yeah, surely, uh, surely. I mean, th that's why uh, if you look at, uh, yeah, maybe... Uh, 21st century philosophers and things uh, in terms of the numbers, you would see that there, there are more sort of modern day thinkers and philosophers are from uh, potentially West, uh, Western uh, countries and stuff, or they who are from the East, but they live in West. So you need to have a good environment where you don't think about uh, food and shelter, your basic needs, to yeah, be able to think needs. about philosophy, because I don't think I can uh, find somebody on the streets of India who's, uh, uh, you know, looking for food uh, and then discuss with them about uh, what's the meaning and what's the purpose, etc. I think th that's, kind of a, that's kind of a target group that, that looks for a bigger meaning. So if uh, th there are a set of rules in a different society, then if the society can give those rules to them, like that's your meaning of life, then those people can focus on other things. So Exactly. It makes their life easier. That's why religion yeah. is so yeah, yeah, religion or cults or yeah, or a cult. Is yeah. Every religion a cult. <laughs> we already covered this. So. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I, uh, I think that like the 
extensive uh, like thinking and and uh, ruminating about it that's that's what comes with the privilege and sometimes that's what you know when people uh, don't have problems they will create problems for themselves um but uh, but i do think that it's a, like it's it still exists like the, like the question is still there also for the people in the most dire of uh, of circumstances because in the end like you will always have that like kind of the choice that your your choice on how you interpret the situation or what you take out of it is something that you can have even like in in a very uh, very difficult situation where external circumstances are are very um, uh, very grueling towards you um, yeah yeah but, but yeah for so my sure, question there are here is that like... we we cannot even comprehend if we haven't gone through such circumstances in our own lives yeah yeah that's true that's true so why I, why i thought about being a privilege because talking about meaning of life is like does it even matter to talk about it like do we even need a meaning of life can we just live without it and i think now we can dive dive a bit deeper into values and do we need them or do values shape us or we shape values so we can talk about it so kamran i have this question for you uh, do values shape us or we shape the values that's a good question um uh, it's uh, yeah i mean the safest answer i would say it's both ways we kind of mm-hmm. uh, we shape each other in a way um but uh, i think in today's world um it's more the values shape us than we shape the values uh in 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 a way that uh, i would say that the 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 let's say the rate at which the values shape us versus us shaping the values uh, is is um is higher um and that um as a society uh we because humans um are social beings and we we always look for um some sort of a spot in the community in the society we are more likely to conf- um uh, conform to the values that the society holds for existential purposes then challenge those and go against them and change them and i think historically it's always been a small group of people or a few people who went against certain values and tried to change them majority of people don't care about these things majority of people even if they are educated or live let's say they would live in the west they they don't care they would just continue living their life the way it is everything is fine um there's no necessity to go against a certain uh, values let's say that they don't like um as long as the proportion um of thing of uh, pain versus uh, pleasure uh if living in a certain society with certain values is very painful uh, versus the pleasure uh then maybe the the scale tips and then people rebel against those values but as long as that doesn't happen um and people are people are happy with the values that they are and then yeah they just keep conforming to those values and living their life uh, uh yeah 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 what's your take sandra yeah i think you you raised a very interesting point again about how the society and and how everything around us influences us and influences our values for sure and why you're saying that some people are like you know sometimes people don't even go against uh, the like maybe some some societal norms or values that 
they might not like is actually I think many times people don't know what are their own personal values and what's what's really important for them and they haven't really properly like thought about it or trying to uh, trying to somehow like um, uh, make this make this clear for for themselves. Um, so so yeah, I think all of this is is connected for sure. And and if we're talking about personal values, then again I see it as a cycle because uh, like on one hand our values they drive our beliefs which can be either limiting or empowering and they those beliefs will actually be connected to a certain emotional reaction that that situations bring out in us and if something is like connected to a negative or a positive emotion for us and then again that drives our behavior and our behavior will be in the end driving some results or something that that will again like change or happen with us or, or around us and that will once again influence our values because in the end what our values are are kind of based upon is our own previous experience and this is connected to to things that happen to us that happen around us that we get already you know preconditioned from our childhood uh, and from from our family values so so yeah i, I do see it as this whole be connected uh, cycle but but for me what i found important is actually even like going through such a simple exercise of of trying to write down what are my values and what is important for me because otherwise it's very hard to know like what if I want to make a change in my life then like to know what is actually according to my own values or what's going against it and and I think um, especially recently it has helped me to actually sometimes when I something really upsets me and I have realized oh but it's actually like yeah like this kind of behavior or something it's really going against my certain value so so it helps somehow to like kind of uh, uh, decompress or like understand better things that are happening inside you and your own emotions as mm -hmm. well.